saved out of total hell on earth and uh, so I just really cling to my savior every day because I used to sin a lot and I used to be really dead in my sin and feel gross all the time and icky and really really dead and horrible and miserable and murderous very very murderous very very deep in drugs very very deep in alcohol just so gone. <laughs> oh, shaka. And so I cling to Jesus with all my life breath that's within me constantly. And he's closer than a brother to me. And I walk with the Father in the coolness of every day of my life, going from glory to glory now 18 years by grace. All because of grace. Definitely haven't done anything right. Just clinging to him and drinking and eating his sacrifice every day. That's my testimony. And so today as I'm walking with the Father, He's telling me, do you know, Brandon, why religious people are so much more miserable than just regular sinners? Because when evil spirits come out of a person, they go into dry, arid places, like Jesus said. And the dry, arid places where the evil spirits live is the place of religion. It's the place of spiritual religion. It's the place of spiritual Egypt. That's why the Christians are usually much, much more miserable than even just regular sinners that, like, are just happy. Like, I'm around regular sinners everywhere, every day, and they're, like, totally receiving grace and totally just drinking up the life. They're, like, happy animals in the garden, just happy to be receiving the life breath of God by grace. They don't understand it. They don't know what it is. They're just breathers. They're just mouth breathers, you know? And they're happy to be mouth breathers and they're not miserable, wretched, religious people in spiritual Egypt. So they're like a thousand times happier than all the Christians I know. And it doesn't make any sense. So I had the Father has to explain these things to me because I literally don't have a grid for religion. <laughs> I, I have no grid for it. I don't understand it. The greatest testing and trial of my life has been to deal with the countless multitudes of Christians that live in spiritual Egypt, a place that I've never lived because I come out of spiritual Sodom. I come out of rebellion. Like the younger prodigal son, I don't even have a grid for the older prodigal son syndrome of spiritual Egypt of Luke 15 doesn't make any sense to me why these people choose slavery and why they choose self-righteousness and ego and narcissism and pride like I don't get it like it's it's such a foreign thing and so the father literally has to teach me and train me he actually sent me to Bible College North Central University so I could get a doctorate in the religious demon because when I asked him why did you send me to that place I mean it was like 
a miserable place of self-righteousness and ego and Christian narcissism and it was just really, really horrible. I mean just tons and tons of secret sin and just the hypocrisy that's just so mind-startling that doesn't even exist in public universities. What goes on in Christian universities, the hypocrisy and the self-righteousness is it's, hor it's horrific, it's horrifying. And so I said, Lord, why did you send me to that place? Because I'm always with the Father, you know, praying in tongues like eight hours a day back then in 2006. And the Father said, Brandon, I sent you there so that you could have a doctorate in the religious demons because the church is full of religious demons. The church lives in spiritual Egypt and they have no grid for freedom. They have no grid for grace. They're, they're still under the curse of the law and they're trampling the blood underfoot and they think they need to do something to please the Father because they don't understand salvation in Christianity. Even the charismatic church and the prophetic church and the glory stream church is like, how many prophecies did you give out today? How many words of knowledge? You know, let's go treasure hunting for souls and it's like, still works like it's still older prodigal son syndrome of Luke 15 like is there any feasters is there any drinkers is there any people that can just have their entire heart and mind identity in his flesh and blood and his bread and wine I mean because that's what the new covenant is that's the place of living inside the kingdom of heaven with all your consciousness clean and forgiven and crystal clear living waters flowing out of you in unlimited amounts, in all directions, by grace, as a gift of salvation, no one's boasting. This is simply standard Christianity 101 that has been lost from Christianity because of so much evil spirits, so much spiritual Egypt. <laughs> Why do you think there's a pyramid on your $1 bill? They were all Christians, our forefathers, weren't they? <laughs> 55 pastors signed the Declaration of Independence. 55 pastors. 55 Freemason pastors. Not mad at Freemasonry. And I'm not mad at the pastors. I used to be. You know, because I could see it and came out of being a sorcerer myself from a sorcerer family. You know, there's like the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. The bourgeoisie are all sorcerers. It's Babylon the Great. The upper class is all sorcerers. The lower class is all dogs. And Satan set it up that way. And so when you come out of Babylon the Great, you have to leave all of that dog and sorcery, second heavens and earth animalistic mentality and that tribalism and all of that garbage of Satan beating you up in your bloodlines for thousands of years has to be left in the sands of time and you pass through the eye of the needle, the cross of Christ crucified, and you have a new identity altogether in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 is forever. That is probably the most important verse in the Bible for this generation. That you are a new creature. <laughs> the old is gone and the new has come. He has made all things new for those who believe for those who live by grace through faith in Christ. And don't put on themselves a yoke of slavery to the curse of the law and all of a sudden go astray into dry, arid places of evil, evil spirits called spiritual Egypt, religion. 
And it's like, I'm not religious, but, I mean, how many thousands of times I've heard that from charismatic speaking in tongue Christians, and then they manifest their pride on me, and next thing you know, they're writing about how I'm a false prophet, you know, right after they donated. <laughs> Literally, I've seen it like a hundred times. People will like get all excited about Red Letter Ministries, they get all excited, but it's just an excitement about Jesus Christ, because I don't do anything here except Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and living in the river of life, living in the true peace that He purchased for us, heaven on earth. That's all I do. Just normal, childlike Christianity. And these people go nuts because there's still some human-mindedness in them. There's still ego. There's still pride. There's still religion. There's still rebellion. And it's like, no one's better than anyone. It's just some people live in the river. I think John the Baptist demonstrated that. We should have known that 2,000 years ago. That, like, religion doesn't make you better than anyone else. It's called self-righteousness. That's what sends you to hell. Anytime you think you're better than someone else by what you've done, you're like Cain who murders his brother. It's called the sin of pride. It is the very nature of Lucifer, <laughs> the false father of the nations. So when you're prideful, arrogant, boastful, egotistical, and narcissistic, you're demonstrating the arrogance of your father, Lucifer. So you have to go into the river and get all that false father Lucifer, all that pride, that ego, that narcissism out of you. Be crucified with Christ and let the river of life run through you as a grace gift of salvation because all of our fountains are in Him. All of our identity is in His flesh and His blood, zero in our human nature. We have sacrificed our bloodlines to become 2 Corinthians 5.17, new creatures. Yes, you must leave father and mother to serve me. That's a Bible standard. Jesus said that. You cannot serve your family and me both. You'll serve one or the other. Well, my family is Christians. Yeah, well, serve the Holy Ghost. Let's see what happens if your family turns on you. I mean, that's like every single family in the New Testament. That's like every single family I've ever seen when a son or a daughter of God starts growing in the river of life, they all get persecuted. They all get betrayed. But later on, they understand. And they ride their shirt tails because that's a true disciple of Jesus Christ. That's someone who follows the Holy Spirit. That's someone who obeys the anointing. That's someone who has laid their life down and serves others more highly than themselves. That's a real disciple. Real disciples exist in 2017. Disciples of Jesus Christ are actually like cavemen. It's true. Like Anna Roundtree, my sister in Christ, says, In heaven awaits the bride. The true bride of Christ, the true disciples of the Holy Spirit, have lived in caves, have been walking on water, or have lived in paradise heaven. But they've not been welcomed in organized Christian religion. They have not been welcomed in the Gog and Magog systems made by human hands. Acts 7.48, it is written, God has never dwelt in buildings made by human hands. <gasps> oh my God, is he mad at the church system? No, he's not a drop of anger in the Father. Not a drop. All of his wrath was poured out on the Son, Jesus. The sacrificial lamb, the Passover lamb, has been slain once and for all. He's not mad at you. You've just been killing yourselves in a slavery system 
of spiritual Egypt. It's just doing all these works that have the appearance of good apart from dependence on the river of life. <laughs> so it's like, shouldn't I be rewarded for all the stuff I've done for you, God? And he's like, what? He doesn't even know what you're talking about. It's like, what? you're so bewitched. It's like everything you've done in your human nature has zero rewards for eternity. You're only rewarded by what the Holy Spirit, that's why it's called the Acts of the Holy Spirit, you know? The book in the Bible, the Acts of the Holy Spirit, not the Acts of your human nature. The New Testament, the New Covenant, is about the Acts of the River of Life, the River of the Holy Spirit, the River of Grace, the River of New Wine, the River of the Blood of the Lamb that takes away the sins of the world. Human efforts are what make you people so miserable. I deal with thousands of them. The Christians are absolutely wretched. And I love them, and I deal with them, and I suffer with them. I'm yoked to them. I serve the bride. I'm not better than you. I just don't understand spiritual Egypt, so I actually have to get it explained to me by God every day when I deal with it. Even with my wife, and with all my friends, and all my family, my own mother, my own dad. I mean, it's just like, there's so much spiritual Egypt in this world. That is the essence of hell on earth. That is the very essence of hell on earth. And it's like, you could live in paradise. You could be in Turks and Caicos in a $4 million mansion with green seas and white sand and be in total hell on earth because you're in spiritual in Egypt, because your mind is still a slave to the flesh. It's true. I mean, I've seen it. I've been around people that have everything. More money than they could ever even spend. Because I hang out with upper class, middle class, lower class. God does no respect our persons, every nation, tribe, and tongue. Where there's 145 nations. Rich and poor and middle class nations. Families inside Minneapolis, this refuge city. We've been doing inner city missions for 11 years with to everyone. Everyone. Every day. Talking to thousands of people every week. And it's like do people realize grace is what saves you? Do people realize that you're miserable because you're still in your human nature and salvation is a spirit river? Salvation is a, not a prayer, salvation is a drink. I look at the miserable people and it's like there's something they need to figure out in their brain. They're so bewitched. There's so much witchcraft in them that they think, the missing puzzle piece is information. It's not information. That's witchcraft. That's Satan. You're not missing information. You're not missing something in the natural realm. It's not diamond oil and essential oil. It's not the next diet fad. It's not the next natural thing. It's not that. Okay, that's witchcraft. That's being bewitched. It's the spiritual thing called the cup of salvation in His blood. Drink it, all of you. Remember Jesus. Keep your minds fixed on Jesus. He's authoring and perfecting your faith. Even the faith like a mustard seed can grow up inside your hearts and through your whole souls and out your minds as the largest of the Garden of Eden plants called the Tree of Life. It's a gift. The seed of the Word of God heard 
received into the heart soil of the listener and obeyed as the Holy Spirit waters it and it grows up in you, a tree of life. The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life and he who wins souls is wise. Wisdom has mixed her wine. Salvation is a drink. Salvation is not a prayer. Billy Graham, so sorry. That's why you see such terrible results from the Evangelical Church of America. Terrible. Like some of the most miserable, legalistic, Egyptian taskmasters in the world are American Christians. And I love them perfectly. I'm not angry at you. It's just like no one will listen to you. That's why all the smartest people are not Christians. <laughs> the smartest people are like, I'm not coming into Egypt. I'd rather be in spiritual Sodom because that looks like hell. At least I'm having fun over here in my rebellion and not miserable like you in your religion. And they're smarter than you. The younger prodigal son was smarter than the older prodigal son because he went into the feast. And the older one just weeped and gnashed his teeth and didn't go into the feast and was smart in his own brain and just murdered his brother in the seat of Cain. Who knows if he went to hell or got forgiven? That's between him and God. Who knows if you will go to hell or be forgiven because of your self-righteous pride and ego and Christian narcissism. That's between you and God. Because we're dealing with religion in the USA and every other place. And it is the very essence of the fallen angel Lucifer. It is the very essence of hell on earth. Not rebellion. Religion. Religion is the worst. Rebellion is so easily forgiven because everyone knows it's wrong. A lot of people are just proud to be rebels, you know, and whatever. Yet the self-righteous people, they're accusing them, you know. Humble yourself. Get into grace. Get forgiven of your ego and your brain. It's the Holy Spirit talking to you, the spirit of prophecy that loves you. It's the great white eagle, ministry of Jesus Christ. I'm just a vessel. Just pouring through me, just wine, my cup overflows. Seven spirits of God, all of you, none of me, Holy Ghost, anointing. You know? If you can see the wine, if you can see the living waters, if you can see the living bread, and not look in the flesh, and not be natural, unspiritual, earthly, and demonic, you'll be filled with the river of life. You'll be filled with glory. You'll be filled with grace. And guess what? Once you enter the grace river, in the Grace River, the only thing that exists are the living words of God. So reading the Bible is fun and pleasurable and exciting and exhilarating and never an act of slavery. Never a have to. Always a get to. Man, it's exciting because I know it's going to be energized because I'm so full of Grace River. Amen? So get into Grace River, everybody. Jump in, dive in, swim in. This whole new covenant for eternity is grace. As it's written, the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. It's here to stay. 
Heaven and earth will pass away, but grace and truth remain forever on earth by the river of life that will now cause great awakening everywhere because we're removing religion from the whole world. In Jesus' name. If you want to support this ministry, we're trying to reach millions of people through Facebook. Facebook's bigger than television and radio. We've reached 40 million people in the last four months. That's huge. That's bigger than God TV. Red Letter Ministries is bigger than God TV by grace. Support this work and donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.